When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 44 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and we get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. And today we have a question sent in by a man who dares to go against the grain. I love that. Today's episode is about quitting something and grinding against the old cliche about why we should always stick things out. It's ridiculous. Gets me fired up. All right, let's do this thing. Greg, would you be willing to talk about when it's a good time to quit something? You hear everyone saying not to be a quitter. It can't be true all the time, but it's hard to know when to listen to it and when not to. It's also hard not to think about all of the possibilities that could come true by not quitting something. I would like to hear your thoughts on when the right time to quit is, if there ever is a right time. Oh boy. Okay, here I go. One of the oldest adages that people are reluctant to question is don't be a quitter. This is a blanket concept that clearly has extenuating circumstances. Extenuating circumstances that we often fail to recognize, however. You see, the more we hear something, the easier it is to trust it blindly rather than question it. For my money, the idea of don't be a quitter has gone way past this point. It has lapped the field several times, as a matter of fact. But why? Besides sheer repetition, what is it about not quitting that people like so much? Well, the commentary around not quitting anything is that perseverance is a most noble act and that quitting or giving up is a sign of weakness. The more we persevere, the tougher we prove to ourselves and others that we are. The more we persevere, uh, the better a chance we feel we have at finding the success we've envisioned. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is that the more we persevere, the more control we have, control over our own identities. And that can be both a good move and a complete mistake. It's great to carve out desirable lives for ourselves and take action on the things we want our legacies to be based upon. Yes, I talk about it all the time. But it turns into a death sentence once our identities are then identified with these things. This is where we run the risk of defining our lives by accomplishments that really have nothing to do with who we are as people. The more rigid we are in the pursuit of these accomplishments, the less our existences become about us and the more they become about the accomplishments. How then can we be less rigid? That's the question. How can we create a healthy and flexible enough relationship with our pursuits in life so that these pursuits aren't running us and the ones we're running are the right ones? How can we learn the right times to quit? 
There are uh, definitely a few indicators, and God help us if we're so stubborn as to ignore them. First, we need to be realistic about the fact that priorities just flip and change. They just do. If your priorities aren't changing throughout your life, then I don't know what you're doing with yourself. And priorities change in two ways. The first way is that they shift in their importance, okay? Moving higher or lower on the totem pole, given how the rest of life is working around it. The second way comes when they fall right off the totem pole after having been moved down so much, when things become increasingly less important that eventually they just aren't even considered. So priorities can move up or down, or once they're so far down, they can just vanish. Be mindful of where your priorities are, and don't be too forceful with your priorities. Uh, Sure, like work can be important, right? But if a family member is rushed to the hospital in critical condition, most well-adjusted people will push that to the top of the priorities list and shift work down a peg or two. These types of examples can be easy to detect daily, but the slow and steady movement that takes place over time, that's harder to stay mindful of, uh, though it's just as important, if not more. If over time, your goals are just not as important as other meaningful aspects of your life, just be okay with that. It's imperative to allow that change. But it's difficult if our identities are so wrapped up in our accomplishments, past, present, or future. Variety is a part of life, and that goes for how we delegate our meaning, our self-worth, our interests, and our pursuits. It's also crucial to be honest with ourselves about what kind of results we're yielding from our efforts. The waters can get muddy here, however, because it's not, you know, it's not as simple as saying, if you're not getting the results you want, just stop trying. A delicate line needs to be walked a line between the aforementioned perseverance and willingness to change our strategies, which is basically just the art of mini-quitting. It's a little uh, microcosm, if you will. They say the definition of insanity is trying the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different result. Maybe I'm just arguing with the dictionary here, but uh, over time, the same exact action can and does chip away enough that one day a new result will be had. So, If you knock on the same door every day at 3 p.m. and no one opens it, maybe they never will, and maybe you should go back at 6 p.m. Or maybe the people in that house change their work hours one day and they are home to open the door for you at 3 p.m. Or maybe they move out and another family moves in and they are there at 3 p.m. There's too many variables. Of course, the same effort can yield a different result. How long are you willing to wait for that? And are you betting on the variables changing in your favor? It could go either way. When it comes to pursuing a goal, if you've walked this line properly and maintained a satisfactory balance between sticking with old methods and trying new methods and still have no real progress to speak of, then yeah, you might want to think about quitting. Again, it'll be hard to be realistic about this if your self-worth is too wrapped up in your goal, but if it's not, you'll find that it's, you know, it's okay. It's okay to fail at something. It's part of life. And it's something to be learned from. It happens much more than people would care to admit. Just allow it. Not everyone is meant to do exactly what they set out to do. And mind you, allowing that failure can coexist with still participating in the same activity. Hello. If you aren't yielding results in spite of your best efforts, but, you know, that activity is meaningful to you, perhaps just shift the position that it has in your life. You might not be uh, making any money as a musician after years and years of trying old methods and experimenting with new ones too, but if it means a lot to you, you'll find that it doesn't have to be about financial gain and employment. 
practically speaking, yeah, you should probably adjust and try something else career-wise, but you can still play music and do it for fun. How about that? If it's meaningful and it's not working out, don't stop altogether. Just change the look of it. This will be easy to do if the goal or activity in question is really about you and your joy rather than other people's impressions of you. If this is not an activity you'd be happy to do by yourself on a desert island, then we both know that that's probably the best reason to quit that we've talked about. Look, it's easy to get into things because we feel we should or because our subconscious needs for approval, safety, or significance almost need us to. But if whatever we're a part of has no real meaning to us, then (laughs) what are we doing here? We're either giving in or waiting to be strong enough to make a change. That's okay. Acknowledging that truth will be the first step to making a change you likely want in life. Not sure if this segue works, but, you know, change is really what this episode, this answer is all about. To quit is to close one door, which opens a new one. Perhaps the scariest thing about quitting, you know, alongside whatever it might do to our ego is the change. But with change comes new opportunities. So if we can shift our view of quitting to be less about what our lives are losing and more about what our lives are gaining, and all of a sudden the balance between commitment and passion and work ethic and whatever becomes much clearer and we can approach the idea of quitting with more logic and less emotion. Thank you, everyone. This episode excited me. You have to understand, I love nothing more than questioning things, especially things that everyone seems to mindlessly agree on. Maybe there are some things I like more. I I like animals a lot. Maybe I like animals more than questioning. I don't know. Either way, I appreciated this question very much. Thank you so, so much for sending this in. We are not in this podcast to accept things the way they seem to be or the way they seem they have to be. We're here to get to the truth, our own truth, and develop more meaningful lives because of it. Question things. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. My beats per minute is getting pretty high right now. Let's wind down. Guys, (laughs) please send us any questions you might have by emailing us at advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. We love your questions, obviously. Keep them coming. It's incredible how much of a team effort this podcast is. Look at all the questions that we've had so far. It's awesome. Uh, If you'd like, we'll also send you a free book from our collection in exchange for submitting a question. We've got plenty of books that can help you. Plenty of content online, too. You can find that at uh, at oldpodcast.com or at oldpodcast if you're an Instagrammer. Uh, You can also check out my other content at gregaudino.com or at Simply Greggles on Instagram, if you're an Instagrammer. We just love you all. We want you in our communities. All right? Cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for everything. Glad you stopped in. Hope you'll do the same next time. And until then.